warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Please enjoy the first Culture Shock. It's a very old song, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Levi and Nick listen to old music. I know Nick does, but I feel like Levi does too. Because they're best buds. And I thought it would be funny to play this song because in high school, and to my knowledge now, they are best friends. So this song is called Best Friend by Roy Orbison. Um, I like it. It's a little old, and I'll definitely play a different vibe right after it. But Levi, Nick, I'm playing this specifically first song for you because, A, I think that you two uh, could enjoy a little bit of old music, and I also think you guys are best pals. And I think I tried to encapsulate that in the show because you guys, at least from when we were in high school together, always looked like the definition of best friends. So please enjoy Best Friend by Roy Orbison, and we'll be back after this. best friend you can have is yourself but i think these two individuals go together like whiskey and wine 
Just kidding. Those two things should never be mixed together. Now, Jack Daniels and Coke, that, those two are fine. Um, listen, this interview talks a lot about stuff that people aren't comfortable with. It talks about you know the complexities of somebody dying in high school and the, the, the fallbacks that has on that uh, society because then people mourn a death for years and years and years and don't grow as people. We also talk about living with people that have like different mental handicaps and how they're still treated like people, but you still act a little bit of different around them. We tackle a lot of um, big subjects in this episode, and I thought let's do a song that represents that energy. So this is Notorious B.I.G. with Things Done Changed, because back in the day, you probably could live a certain way of life, but I'm telling you people, things done changed. The world has done changed, and these two individuals that I had on my show, I think they could see that too. So please enjoy Things Done Changed off the 2005 remaster of Notorious B.I.G., even though the original is the best, and we'll be back with our uh, talking bits after this, and we'll be back for our second Culture Shock soon. Enjoy. Go, I 
got a body. Damn, what happened to the summertime cookout? Every time I turn around, a nigga gettin' took out. Shit, my mama got cancer in the breast. Don't ask me why I'm motherfucking stressed. Things done changed. Sex dungeons are crazy things. I always try to introduce the show in different ways, like say disappointing in a new way every time. Um, Cis, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Say it backwards. You guys know French. How would you say disappointing in French? So I don't know. Oh, you don't guys are fuck. fucking awful. Disappointing. Disappointing. How's your Saturday accent? Welcome to the show. And then chair one is. And this is where you would introduce yourself, because I don't like oh, the yeah. guests. I don't like to say the guest names, because I think it's more individual. If the person says their own name, it's like I'm this and I'm here and I'm fucking regretting it slowly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Levi. And then in chair two, returning is Brighton Jones. You are not Brighton Jones. <laughs> God damn it, you are. And who are you? Though? Nick. Hey, Nick. And I am Brighton DJ Disappointment. And this is the show, and we can just talk like we just were. <coughs> but. Oh my god, I just looked down at your shoes, Nick. I love them. You They're just so clean. clean. I do need to clean yeah, my rooms. This, this is a fucking mess. Do you hear all the garbage, ladies and gentlemen? This fucking garbage soup that I'm working on. <laughs> fucking my room. Yeah, you stir in that garbage. You stir that garbage. <laughs> um, I, so I, I'm excited to see how this show goes because with CJ, you derailed the show a lot. But your original like counterpart... And I wouldn't say Batman to Robin because Batman and Robin aren't equal. If that makes sense, like you guys are like that dynamic, but you're on the same. CJ was like an autistic Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. like if I had to compare your guy, it's like that That's kind of closeness, but like on the same individuality. So maybe like I don't know, like Batman to Superman because you're both on the Justice League. Maybe like that. Um, but you're, but Batman and Robin are kind of closer because when I was in high school, I always in. This is where I it reveals some things because I've always wanted to do this show because you two were my idea of a great friendship in middle school and high school because we grew oh, up yeah. together we went to the same school and and I'm not gonna lie when I was growing up I even though I had some like a friend group I always told myself man I really wish I could get just one person that was like really 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 close to me like Levi and Nick are close. I always said my, that to myself all the time. And I use this show to say very nice things at the beginning sometimes, especially to friends that I haven't seen in a long time. So I will say that, like, I always did want a friendship like your guys' because you guys were always so fucking close, like, all the time. You were always together. You always had shit talking about each other. And, like, it was just funny. And it was just very, like, you know, I want that. So, like, of course I would have you on the show together at some point so I could finally say that. So at least from the bottom of my heart, A... You guys are good friends to each other. B, eventually, when we took tech classes, you know, you eventually let me in a little bit more, and, like, I found out you guys are great people, and, like, I get it. I get why you guys are so close, because you guys are so weirdly similar, and you like the weird things of just... You like you like life's yeah. under rock. 
Yeah. Like most of society's like, ooh, look at all those rocks over there. What a nice view. Let's not go dig up those rocks and look <laughs> on the undersides of them. That would be gross. And then there's you two having a bag of these rocks you found already. <laughs> that you're like, ooh, this one has weird dungeon pour. Let's keep this one. And like, it's just weird rocks of life that you find. <laughs> like, I still to this day show people pickle surprise. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Pickle <laughs> <Biggest> surprise. <laughs> Ooh, pickle surprise. Damn. I say that to Abby at least <laughs> once a fucking week. Whenever she's like, what, what, what sounds good for dinner? And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, hey, God damn it. Stop quoting that weird pickle thing. Yeah, it's funny, man. Like, anytime someone says pickle now, they immediately jump to Rick and Morty. But to me, when you say a pickle thing... Oh my god, immediately start thinking about pickle surprise, and I'm like, oh, I can't unsee it. Yeah, man. It's something just weird. And you guys always had weird, like, I knew if I came into school and I was just, like, really upset, I could just come to you guys and be like, you guys got any weird stuff you're looking at right now? And you would have some new thing to be like, you would probably look at each other first and be like, what do we show them? <laughs> the arsenal of weird. And you'd just pull out some weird thing to show me, and I'd fucking love it. And it, it was weird, always. Like, it was either some weird YouTube movie that was in, like, the in English, but the title was in, like, Russian, so it was hard to find. Or, like, <laughs> I, like I remember when we did the fucking, like, stock experiment in our eighth grade class, and you two found, like, the killer stock that was gonna win the class, but then, like, one, I think, I don't remember who beat your guys' stock, but it was, like, a very, like, Chinese, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm, do you remember this? That's crazy. In Studebaker's a... class. Was it Studebaker's? Yes. yes. It was you two, and you. he was like, everybody has to go find a stock to invest in, in quotes, because yeah. it's an experiment for the class, because we were government or economics or some bullshit like that. I don't remember what the class wow. was called. And we all, we're all computers. Yeah, and the computers were all around the room, oh, and everybody dude. was investing in a stock, and you two had found some stock that you could only find if you had the URL... <laughs> yep. because it was in Chinese and it was a, like a $4,000 stock or some shit like that okay, yeah. and you had given it to Josh and you three had it and I was like please sir I just want to be the best but then one girl had ended up found something else that was better which we were all still calling bullshit on but to this day I remember you just weird things any chance you guys got it got weird yeah. And like PowerPoint presentations, they would always just be weird. Yeah. They we, would... we like cool shit, man. Yeah. We, we don't, you know what I mean? Like, why be boring? Right. What's okay. the point? Yeah. You know, I mean, we all have tattoos. I, I think that at some point I'll get more, and I think you'll get more. I know you'll probably get more because you're still going. I love the ones that you got recently. Um, your sleeves are, you know, I like them. I'm kind of sad I can't get it. I can't get another appointment right now. I know. I was low-key, like, trying to get another one soon, but the, the with everything being closed right now, like, <laughs> I couldn't fucking go. What'd you but, get? What'd you get, man? I thought, oh, there's a lot I want, but I don't know what to get next. Yeah. Because I know I what I'm going to get for my yellow tattoo, but I also want something right here that, uh, so personally, to give you a little background of the tattoo, it's going to go on my left bicep for everybody at home that can't see the smack of an arm. <laughs> yeah, that nice... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, have you ever, so this, have you ever seen, I think you might have seen it because Jamie might have shown it to you before, but have you ever seen Fresh Pence? Fresh Pence? Fresh Pence. It is like a f shockingly, famously watched amount of times 
of the underground community of a YouTube spoof of Fresh Prince mashups. Obviously, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. But he only comes out with, like, one a year. Okay. And they're... I hate them, but, like, I'm not gonna lie. They are exceptional pieces of work. (laughs) And, like, there's so many quotes from that that, like, my roommates say just now, which is weird sentences. And I think that's something you two would appreciate, that, like, they just found some weird thing in the internet that they've just modeled a lot of their speech after currently because they're like, oh, fuck yeah, this fucking, like... Uh, like, to give you an instance, uh, Uncle Phil, <laughs> he'll be, like, saying something, and he'll be like, calm down, Uncle Phil, and he'll zoom into his face, and he's, like, eye rolling out, but then, like, it shows bugs going in from his, like, nostril to mouth, and every time he goes, oh, and then it's, like, and it, like, gets a little higher every time, so it's, like, oh, and then it's, like, oh, and then it's, like, Uncle Phil, calm down, and, like, sometimes I'll just be out there, and I'll leave my door open, and I hear my roommates playing Smash or something on there, and I'll just hear him go, yeah. oh, Oh, Uncle Phil, calm down. And I'm like, God damn it, these fucking nerds. It sounds terrifying. It is a little terrifying, <laughs> but I kind of love it. <laughs> it's yeah. just hilarious. Yeah, so, man. like, I bring this up because I want to know, what was your guys' favorite thing in high school, or I guess now, that you, like, said to each other? Your little, like, weird sentences that, like, nobody else is going to know, but you're going to fucking, you're going to crack up and be like, oh, my God, that. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't know. Inside jokes, I, I guess know. is what you could I think just the photoshopping was, like... Well, that was awesome. Did you know Pool still... I went back the other day. Not, like, recently, but, like, uh, a month ago. No shit. Hey, you talked to Our Poole? sign is still there with my face on the lap turn, laptop turn-in. Oh, yeah? Really? Like, the little white paper that says laptop here, arrow. My little face that you cut out of that photo of me going like this. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. still there. Fuck yeah. That's no still shit. there. Yeah. Dude, it's... How long is it? Three years and it's still there? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. I'm like, why is that still there? He goes, I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, but only you know who that is right now. Maybe aside from like Porter, yeah. the random white kid that knows me. And <laughs> Porter. The yeah, that's random white kid. It's a fun yeah. name drops that he'll probably never listen to this because why would he? Um, <laughs> I did a show not so long ago with a, an actual gay guest. So okay. not... Chris, who I thought was going to come out as gay on the show, but Yakov, who's actually a gay man, and Yakov. So we were, yeah, his name is Yakov. Oh, you, yeah, I'm being 100% Yakov. Yakov. And he's going to jerk off you. Ah! No, he's like, he's just, he's, I mean, okay. he sounds 100% sorry. American. Yeah, not to make fun of Yakov. White, straight guy, or, man. I'm sorry, not straight, gay. Okay. White, gay man, okay. Republican as hell. No shit. Yeah. Right. Does not sound anything like from a foreign country, and his name is 100% Yakov. Okay. Like, okay. Fucking awesome. That's cool. Maybe he's like second generation or something. Had him on the show, right? <laughs> and I was like, we were talking earlier, and I was like, there's some subject matter that some people feel that they can tackle in comedy, and those can't. And the guys that do tackle it, everything, like Tim and Eric, people on Adult Swim, like, that don't really give a shit about how you feel, they're just going to make their own jokes and do what they want yeah. and I love that and because you have because there's there's funny and there's being disrespectful and I don't think anything that really makes the final cut is really disrespectful I think it's all in good fun because they make fun of everybody no it, they're trying to show you everybody can be the butt of the joke and I like that Yeah. and sure. we were talking me and Yakov and I was like you know you can do a joke that nobody else can do Yeah. because explain and I'm like alright so when anybody else says fuck Trump 
what do you assume they're talking about? Like, fuck him, I don't like him, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you say it, fuck Trump. Yeah. It means you want to fuck him up, like, in the ass, sexually. It's okay. <laughs> and have him bang you, and he goes, oh, you can stop right there. I would definitely suck Trump's dick for that money. And I'm like, all right, well, I wasn't asking you that, but okay. But the the ploy I'm trying to get to you is that some people do actually have an easier route to making some very complicated and heavy jokes, like fuck Trump, the versatile two-way sentence that only he can do. Because he can explain, you know, when you say fuck Trump, you may not hate him. When I say fuck Trump, I want to fuck Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I like that because that, I, I can't do that with a straight face because I'm a, you know, I'm a straight dude. It's hard to fucking be like, yeah, I would fuck Trump for that money, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> like, uh, it came off a little ungenuine. But I mean, he is a gay man. It's okay. going to come off genuine. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, I don't know. Do you think there's anything that like can't be joked about? Can't be joked about? Yeah. Hmm. Serious question. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there are certain things that... Certain lines you shouldn't cross with certain people. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you gotta know who you're talking... You know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna make a joke like that to somebody you know has got something going on in their life or they know something or, you know, they've been through something that might offend them. So it's like, you know, I'm not gonna say something to this person right. or around these people or, you know, I'm gonna be with my closest friends if I'm gonna say something that's... <clears throat> I, we can all understand, and, 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 but it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings or offend yeah. anybody. You know what I mean? It's like I like that answer. That's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. Like when I think about it, and this is the example I give. So, like again, when I did that Ben Pernick episode, we joked about the word "kike" a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. joked about the Holocaust. We did okay. stuff like that because yeah. it's it's that again heavy subject matter right. with somebody. That is very <laughs> close to the subject matter. Yeah, yeah, man. Being a yeah. Jewish man. Right. Um, I just like, I, I feel personally that the right people can say anything if they know how to say it. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. also a scary sentence yeah. because that shows very true. who are the smartest people in the world. You know, you could say an engineer who could build a particle physics generator. You could say that it would be some politician that knows how to write a bill and move the people. Or you could say it's like Stephen King, who can just write very well. Because yeah. writers are intelligent in their own way, in a scary way, in my opinion. That like, yeah. They're just keeping all that in, 24-7, and they let you have a taste of it in one book. Jesus Christ, that freaks <laughs> me the fuck out. Imagine yeah. if you listen to them every day. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, but I don't know. What's your, what's your guys' favorite, like, I guess, like person you think is smart? Because what's what's your definition of smart? You know what I mean? Like somebody that's doing well, for starters, I guess. Yeah, man. But like, doesn't have to be a fucking athlete that has made it because he, you know what I mean? Like, right. it could be somebody that either is like, I don't know, like, maybe some scientist or some dude that's like a YouTuber. Yeah. Because I think in a way that's smart. Right. Because they were smart enough to get that many people to tune in somehow. Right. I don't know. What do you think, man? Like, who do you, do you attribute to serious smart? Or yeah, like, or... who do you think is smart? Yeah. Because um, you can say fucking anybody. I'm just going to say Tim Allen. Tim <laughs> Allen? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tim Allen, dude. Like Tim Allen. Santa Claus, dude. 
Tim Allen, Santa Claus, or in that one fucking show where he's Tim the Toolman, Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, dude, Tim the Toolman. Yeah, what a. Fucking Do you know why mean. I know that so well? Because Dave, oh, the guy that I idolize as a fucking mentor, um, <laughs> he, fucking, he has signed That's portraits of all the cast. He's like yeah. 65 and he loves it. Even He has a picture of the neighbor, Wilson. With yeah, the fence. Yeah, Wilson. It's signed. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't get a picture of his chin. He goes, yep. nobody does. Yeah, that's <laughs> the joke. Shut the fuck that's up. It's a joke. It's funny. <laughs> funny show, man. <laughs> Uh, it's stylish to no one, man. It's fucking. Yeah. They wanted to reboot it, but I heard that like. No, dude. They didn't leave that shit alone. Yeah. Let it be. Create new shit. <laughs> Create new shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why do we have to keep like? I get that you guys like the old stuff, but like, oh my god, you're just making it harder for new stuff to appear. Yeah. No, it's not even old stuff. It's it's liking old new stuff, or new old stuff. Yeah. New old stuff because it's. But I'm kind of guilty of that too. Old stuff. As is, but, right. you know, enjoy the new stuff, too. But I'm guilty of that, too, because, like, I like stand-ups, but when they come out with a new stand-up, I'm like, fuck yeah, that. Because, on, yeah. in my opinion, like, those keep getting better. Yeah. But, like, I don't think, and to follow the other suit, I don't think when you have a really good album, you should keep remastering it. I think you should leave it in its perfect state. Like, I don't want to hear 27 yeah, yeah. versions of Thriller. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean I don't really listen to remasters very much but I hear what you're saying man I mean that something should just be left there yeah, right and you can appreciate them as is go back and watch them and shit like that but you don't have to keep making new shit and then and try to make it especially in comedy crazy or anything or... like that like it's just it, you're gonna get better by having something and instead of trying to keep and there are things that and I like personally that I don't want to end obviously like like, I don't know if Squidbillies is getting a 15th season, 14th season. I don't remember what yeah. they're at, but they're up there. Um, I don't know if they're getting another season, but they, Adult Swim has them all, and I watch them all the time because I yeah. think it's fucking hilarious because it's a yeah. different culture of comedy that really doesn't exist too many other instances in my mind yeah. of redneck humor. And it's, <laughs> and it's really... Yeah. And when I say redneck humor, it's really, really, really genuine. Right. To the craziness of the culture. Like, they really do huff gas. Yeah. They like mud. Like, everything really does feel like it came from somebody in Georgia. Like, genuine, not faking it too hard, just being their own lane, kind of redneck. But also, the boldness to say the most absolutely racist things 24-7. Oh, yeah? A racist to the degree that it's so crazy. Right. You literally can't think of anything else, but that has to be a racist. It is, like, and that's such a scary sentence too. Can you be so racist that it can be only viewed as humor? And the example I give is that they're walking through this fucking museum in Squidbillies, and it's like Granny giving all these letters to this museum to like they're fake obviously but like these letters of like what happened to the confederacy because she was alive back then and like all this stuff and like at one point it literally depicts like a bunch of white people picking cotton with like master flavor flav like with a whip like whipping them and it's like oh lordy (laughs) it's like just switching master flavor flav yeah like like it just switches the roles and it's like oh how our harsh negro masters would whip us in the fields like that's such a craziness to the the humor because that's 
obviously not what the fuck happened. Obviously. And that's such an extreme, <laughs> right. like, that's funny. Right? It's in racist. Its, it's racist as hell. In its own But way. it's funny. In its, yeah. own, in its own way, it's fucking hilarious. And that's what I try to do with this show. There are funny aspects about it. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, you know, there are things that are ironic and <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Everybody <laughs> likes a big, you know. Plus he's like four foot tall, so. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, he's just, li- I mean, uh, it's just, it's funny because it's Robert E. Lee, like, narrating the letters as you're walking. <laughs> that's funnier on its own. Because then it, like, oh, talks God. about, like, him, like, banging the grandma, because obviously it's fake, and she just wanted to bang. You find out that the whole ploy was just so she could get some tail. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I would have uh, vast the, the, the great cephalopod anus. He goes, let's just skip forward here. And it's like, and it's like, and they just keep, and, like, the rest of the museum is just different sex positions. And they just keep walking by all these crazy things, like, pouring fucking tar on granny and like having him like be down and she's got like a peg and like just different crazy scenarios and like i like that that they didn't even have to narrate it it's just one of those things that's boldness of comedy that like i think fly under the radar especially in today's age because a lot of people are like down here right they just want to hear entertainment that's why i don't i just want to even bother people like why do you want to do on video what would they look at? Just right. us rambling and yelling at each other? Yeah. In a small room? Well, one... So, like, the bold... So, the boldness... The just, boldness is one thing. To do it. But it's like... To write that... Someone had to write that joke. It's Think like, about that. It, but the thing is, is, like, it's so bold that it's to the point of absurdity. Ludicrous. It's absurdity. Like, it's that's ludicrous. what it is. It's absurdity. It's, it's something that's so funny that it's, like... Well, it's so absurd that it's funny. Like, there... It's not... It's, like... It gets so to a point of craziness that it's just so Here's what absurd. I and Some crazy people aren't funny, funny because they feel the need in the pool of comedy. I, I look at it like this literal pool of like, and every the water's the subject matter, and they're yeah. putting like a foot in because they're scared. Those people at Adult Swim just dive the fuck in, yeah. and they, not only do they're they in the pool, but they swim deep yeah. as they can yeah, and hold yeah. the breath because they want to go. They know they're in it. Right. They're well aware they're in it. They're going to show you how in it they can be. And that's what I love about, like, Sunny, about just these comedy shows that aren't afraid to really show you the the scabs of earth of comedy. Like, what? Like, some people are like, what's funny about a scar? Might be funny if somebody else rips it off. That doesn't sound funny at all. I bet we could show you otherwise. (laughs) Like, oh! (laughs) Like, that first, like, interest and then that divulging into yourself of like right. oh, 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 oh it's like a yeah man it's like going some things we watch or we do or we joke about it's like so fucking like normal life you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. it's so it's You're, so normal that it's nice to have something that's like so bonkers outer just different reality yeah. so different at this point we're just kind of desensitized to and i, I would argue thing. at a point once once you start loving it enough like those shows, those comedies, those writers, these worlds—they're not so fake because you start seeing them more referenced, and you start seeing people wear stuff of it. I, mean, I get that, but like it just feels like—and not to say that we should act out any of these things depicted in these crazy comedies, but no, like it is—it is fun to have these comedies be bold enough to say some things some of us wish we could say. And I'm not leaning in a racist way, but I'm meaning more in a like. Let's see here. One of my favorite examples is that in Squibillies, again, uh, during the weed episode, when they're getting busted, Rusty finally chimes in to the feds, and he's like, now hold on a minute. 
Do you know how many people died to tobacco and alcohol-related deaths in the last year? About 200,000. Do you know how many people died to marijuana? <laughs> One. One dumbass who tried to hacky-sack a tarantula. Now, gentlemen, my argument is that I ploy you to reconsider your criminalization. And then he just throws him in the jail and it doesn't matter. But like that, like right there, like that sentence of like, well, hold on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Say the things that a lot of people wish they could say. Like, why the fuck is this illegal? Why the fuck is this the way this is? Why the fuck? Because I thought that was the whole point, that anybody can say anything they want. Okay, let's flex that right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, at some point, like, freedom's not really free if it's not free. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> say what the yeah. fuck you want to say. Yeah, and like, that's what it's all about. And man. one thing that I've tried to, like, stress with some guests is that, like, I come off very liberal. I get it. Yeah. But, like, I hate that. I hate signing your name to a side. Yeah. Because the whole, that why is a pen in your hand in the f fucking first place? Like, right. okay, why do we have to have a left and a right? Why can't we just be Levi, Nick, and Brighton? And we're all yeah. very different people, <laughs> but we all like each other. Right. You know, we might all feel different, right. but at the end of the day, it doesn't 100% matter because we're also very small scales in those realities. Absolutely. But we can be big scales in our realities that we choose. Like Nick, he can be a big scale in the writing community. You could be a big scale in, I want to say military stuff because that's what you're doing right now. Okay. What would you like your universe to be big in? Let me ask you that then. So he, I, I assume writing or some movie development or some kind of creative so, outflow. I think I hit that one pretty accurate for Nick, but like, what, what's what's the universe for Levi? Uh, what would you want to be man. good in? Because, I mean, it could be politics, I guess, if you really what want to. What I want to be good in? Enjoying life, man. That's okay, what I that's want. That's a yeah, very like, free answer. <laughs> like, most, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's hard to just, for me at least, and I feel like a lot of people probably feel the same, maybe. Yeah. It's like, just enjoying life as much as you can. You know what I mean? Like, I, I could end up doing fucking anything and then turn around a year later and do fucking complete opposite. You think it's that easy? I think it is, yeah, too. Man. I think it is that easy Life's to pivot change. life. Yeah. And it, they do. Especially with as much information you can get now at the start of your fingertips. Yeah. Like, I think you can really yeah, pivot your life in about... Like, if you don't like where it is right now, pivot it. It's going to suck at the beginning, but in a year, you will be doing something different. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, 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 so many, and some people get stuck in, like, a rut. You know, like, they How? just keep doing the same shit Jesus and keep Christ, living just, in the same... Just, I think here's what it is. I think a lot of people want to do different. Yeah. They're scared. Yeah. I don't know. And the scare right. adds to a lot because fear is infinite. Right. No. Uh, okay. Why do some guys back home where we live, I think, not watch anime? Because I think... I think there's this weird mentality in their head that, like, oh, it's weird Japanese stuff. Yeah. Already, that sounds kind of racist to me, and I watch it, and I fucking love it. I mean, I yeah. watch a bunch of it. I have a fucking All Might statue now, because I view him yeah. as a nice, like, like, I like Superman, but I never really, really connected with that, you know, symbol of peace kind of, like, right. made for kids, hey, this is a symbol of hope who can do no wrong, kind of follow him, and, yeah. you know... Never really branched onto that. Like right. Batman, but that's not really a role model. His parents are dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, when All Might came around, that more lo so filled that role because I was like, wow, he really is like a symbol of peace that will die for a child because at the end of the day, like, that's what a hero is about. You know, put yourself on the line. 
If you really don't fucking mean it, don't be a hero. And I like that. Yeah. So, like, I use that inspiration to be a, com- a comic. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm not bold enough or loud enough or excited enough to be on stage, don't fucking do it. So every time I go on stage, I, I try to really do take this almost disappointing, like, character persona, but really sometimes myself, just this just best comic I can be. Yeah. And I try to... I think it's about finding also where you, like, flourish. And, like, I never really felt yeah. like I killed it in pools class. Like, I had a good time, and I did well in the tests, and right. I could build PCs, but I never really felt like this is what I'm going to love my whole life, and people are going to love me doing it. Yeah. And I was good at golf, didn't right. really feel that there. And I'm sure you guys had similar aspects of, like, some sport, maybe with soccer, maybe with, like, you know, whatever. You enjoy it, but it, it wasn't what you were for, like, this is what I'm meant to do. I feel home here. Yeah, 100%. But, like, when I first hit that stage, like, two years ago at Wiley's, like, it felt like I was home. Like, it, I don't I, I, That's awesome. Like, and, I, and, like, that's why I try to stress, like, I'm so happy that you guys are here to do share this part of the journey because I'd like to imagine at some point I'll be big. Yeah, <laughs> you know hopefully, what I mean? dude. And I can do stand-up and tour and do all that bullshit, but, like, that's a, you know, a long ways away. But, hey man, how old are you? Right? 21? 21? Yeah. Dude. I've got some paid shows in, in Ohio, though. You got... I just got to try to get more, but with everything that's going on right now, it's so impossible. I'd say just make it natural and don't even think about the future. Yeah. Just fuck it. Well, I don't think about it in the aspects of, like, worry. Like I just get excited because if I could do now what I want then, and it's the same goal... The only aspect that's in the way is the publicity and the money. But I don't give a shit about either of those, so I know it's going to be genuine the whole way through, if that makes sense. So I'm not really worried about the material astraying or anything like that. I think I'll always be me. I don't think I can't not. I think I'll just have longer hair and look more homeless amongst the years, but it's still going to be bright. (laughs) It's still going to be the kid that Mr. Poole accidentally hits the fucking speakerphone button for all the phones in trail and goes, Bright, nobody even likes you. And then for that whole day, you have all these teachers coming up to you and students go, oh my God, Bright, nobody even likes you. That was a close day to where I'm like, if I would have killed myself, I don't even think anyone would have been mad at me. Oh, God damn, dude. I think that's funny. I don't know how you remember that shit. I think it's seeing oh. your guys' faces. It helps me a like lot. two weeks ago. Yeah. Seeing each other's faces. And I don't look like my old face, so that maybe it's a little hard. But, like, you guys, I mean, you look a little older. But you, I mean, because you, you shave, like, you look just like you do in high school. And, like, it's yeah. just throwing me back to all these good memories. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I do ramble a lot, and I that's do apologize. Good, They're good memories. That's, that's, that's one thing that I'm happy and kind of sad about. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, well, for me... But that's why I do the show, because now that I bottle it, it's always going to be on that shelf. Right. Well, spe- like, I, whenever I think back to things like that, man, mm-hmm. like good memories and shit like that from high school, that's the thing. They're always good. It's like, I have a hard time, and I think it's... Having bad memories. Definitely, a, you know, like, something that I'm happy I was born with. <laughs> Just being able to not remember bad things, but at the same time, it's like... And, and I hate to pry, but, like, that's crazy to me, because... And, you know, people take things different. Right. You also can understand this, but like, to my knowledge, your parents are divorced. Uh, yeah. You think that would be some root of bad memories. And like, yeah. The fact that you don't really show any signs of like, oh, self turmoil, parents are yeah, divorced. Yeah. 
slow as me. Yeah. And it's like, hey man, some people have ass cancer. Maybe we just take it slow. One hundred percent. People do so have like, ass cancer. People do have ass cancer, and right? It, and it's yes. It's fucking you know. You, the only thing you can do is try to imagine. Right. You know, but everybody deals with what they deal with, and uh, there's no reason to let that fuck up your whole life you know, mm-hmm. keep moving and keep doing shit I totally agree and like oh, and I hate to bring this up but like I've always wanted to talk about it and I've got two trail guests so you'll just understand <laughs> okay what happened was a tragedy I get it Olivia died okay yeah right I don't think we should dwell on it forever I don't think people should no. think about it every fucking day I don't think people should go to that fucking tree every day I do not think people should wear shirts about it every day and talk about it to this day every day because I get it, but at the end of the day, she was just a girl and everybody has the infinite possibility to do a million things, but at the same time, like, I knew some of her other habits. I don't know, man. Like, Uh, she liked a lot of dick, for instance. Like, no one's innocent, you know what I mean? I like a lot of pussy. I can't talk, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, they also depict her as this angel. You know, and she was a nice person to me, and she was nice to a lot of people. But right. well, that's what about the people that she like? So, for instance, that's kind of the, that's what I was talking about kind of earlier, man. Is it's like some people might not view her like that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and the fact that everybody dwells on it, keeps bringing it up, it might be harder for some other people to live in the darkness with those other thoughts. And I think, honest to God, that's why shit comes up years later about people because certain people really do know these things, but they just they really do try to be not difficult. Yeah. Live with it for years, and then at some point it's just gonna come out. Yeah. Because why? Because they just because, can't live yeah. with it anymore. You're right. Uh, I think. The and only the, thing and that... then, before I let you speak, the reason I brought all of it up was because those people who are going to that tree all the time, yeah, man, doing all that shit, they're just stuck in that sad rut. It's... They're stuck in a I miss you rut. And I get it, but like you're missing out on a lot of life. Right. That's, Staying that's, there, that's doing Preble, that. That's Preble County. And I hate that. Yeah. And people are like, why don't you want to be back home do all that? It's depressing. It's sad. And it's just the same fucking this. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I hate it. Yeah. But here, I have a chance to do something like this, this show. I have a chance to watch, do what I want. Animes and fucking... No, yeah, man. Well, it's for sure, dude. It's for sure that good to always ask questions. About yeah. anything. Yeah. It's okay to ask the it's question. It's okay to ask questions. 100% of the time, it's never not okay mm-hmm. to ask any kind of question you want and figure it out yourself. You know what I mean? It's okay to ask questions. It's okay mm-hmm. It's okay to ask other people about these questions. Yeah. But don't... You know what I mean? It, that's always okay. Yeah. But for me, it's... You know, there are some things that... Like I was talking about earlier, it's just... I'm not going to talk about with some people because, you know, I didn't know her. I, Exactly. So it's like, I'm not going to talk to somebody else about... Uh, but at some point, would you argue that, like, these people who died in high school... Because there are a few of them. Yeah. At some point, you're just going to... What's the term for it? It's like... Bleh. It's almost like if David Bowie had done all the Ziggy stuff... Okay. And not moved on. Y- yeah. Because he did, like, one, two um, albums of Ziggy Stardust, and then he right. put it to bed. Yeah, and he was like, that That was that. You know, For me... He didn't ruin his, the rest of his fucking life because he was stuck in Ziggy Lane. Because <laughs> even he said in interviews, like, if I would have stayed there, I think I would have perished as an artist. Yeah. And well, if everybody that misses those people, I get it, and it's fucking painful. But 
don't you think they would want you to do something else? Yeah, I think that for sure. And you know, that's you know, thinking honoring you know people who are who are dead. But mm-hmm. like, for me personally, I'm talking about like my personal experience, my personal perspective, right. Right. and position is like you know I don't know. I never knew her. I talked to her like once. I was about to ask, like, did you have any like no, big no, losses? I didn't. I don't remember having any no. big losses in high school. People did have those big losses, but every time it happened, I just felt like I was one of the kids that just never was, like, you know. And I hate to say it, but I was always one of those kids they had the blanket statement for. They were like, "Hey, everybody's gonna come to the gym, and we're gonna cry, and we're gonna talk, but if you don't feel sad, just chill." Yeah. I was always the just chill kid because I yeah. I didn't know the people, yeah, so I was always a kid on the outside. That's, okay, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, be happy for that. Because I had grandparents die. Everybody has losses. But right. not like a loss that was like that. Right. Like because it is, it is, it is, to a degree, it's sad, but it is nice to see a whole school break down. Yeah. After one loss like that. And maybe it's because we went to a smaller school. Like, maybe Richmond would have not really given no, a shit. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well... I think one thing, and you bring up a good point, man, but it's like, I wish we could do that for, you know, it's kind of crazy to say you wish you could do that for everybody, but I feel like... You should, I, you should. At you least should. do more for everybody that yeah. does. You know, yeah. I feel like people go by, like, I've talked to, like, grandparents and shit, and they will talk about, oh, I read the obituaries. Like... The old people. Yeah, they read the obituaries. Yeah. Like, oh, who died this week? Though? Yeah, like, they're, they're trying to figure out who's who still died alive. And I'm like, that's such a crazy it, sentence. Yeah, and it, like, I feel like it devolves over time. We get older, the people around us start dying, and then we know less and less people. And then we're, but I sitting, think this is, we're but, there at the later stages of our lives with fucking nobody. Mm-hmm. And and then we die, and our paper, our name's in the paper, and then our paper goes to the, the trash and dissolves. Oh, and, the... and then we did we ever exist, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, dude. but and that's what freaks a lot of people out but I argue that that generation of fear is dissipating why because it's this older generation that doesn't know how to use technology we will be yeah. an older generation who knows how to use technology yeah. that's the difference yeah, the man. older people that are dying off okay they had their fun they saw steam be invented they yeah. had their era of tech yeah. And it resulted in them not being able to keep right. in touch over Facebook well. <laughs> yeah. But you know who's going to be good at telecommunications when we have, like, visors and shit? Yeah. Us, because we'll have, we yeah. have grown up with it. <laughs> so, like, I don't worry about that shit at all. That is Just because we're going to be so more integrated because we're better at everything. You got a good point. Because every generation's better than the last. Whether we like to admit it or not, we hate the generation before. Yeah. Why? Because it's better than us. Yeah. Fuck you, older people, is what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, fuck them, but also... Fuck them! Fuck them, but go and take care of your grandma and take care of your yeah, family members. see them. See them, fucking... Tell them. I tell my grandmas, I'm like, hey, here's the deal. Time. You're not going to see me in 80 years, yeah. and you're not going to see all the shit I'm going to yeah. get to see. But I'll tell you this much, I'll remember you. Right. If like, you I've... feel like nobody will, I will. And, and, and like... I say that every once in a while, just to remind them, like, hey... I'll remember you. Yeah, man. And I'm not trying to be like, you're going tomorrow, but like, I'd like you to know that, I mean, my memory is impeccable when it comes to just, like you like you said, good memories. Yeah. Because I think a good, I always remember a good laugh. Yeah. I'll remember always the good laughs I had with like my, my grandparents, with you guys, and right. like anybody. So when I talk about that, like, if anything, as long as that one person's alive, all that stuff is alive. Because yeah. their memory exists. And to a degree, that's still with them. That's a good way to look at it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
that's why like that's why of all my comics and comedians I try to model my style after and like how I fluctuate in the world yeah. is surprisingly Bill Murray. Why? Yeah. He has the absolute best in person stories anybody's ever fucking heard. Yeah, he just yeah. shows up and is funny and does funny shit. Why? Yeah. He like the best Bill Murray story is the one where he like shows up to a construction site in New York and just starts reading poetry to them. Yeah. Just they stop and then <laughs> he's just like a mockingbird flies in the wind. This the next poem, and it's like it's like, huh. <laughs> yeah. What? Dude, I mean, well, that's that's such an old fucking like skill, style. Man. But like, well, I want to master people, that because people I want people just to be able to. Yes, yeah, but the, because he's such a well-known face, it just it does like. Right. He does all these great works, like Groundhog Day. He started us in yeah. all this yeah. bullshit, you know, yeah. Zombie Land Two and Three. But like, <laughs> I can keep going. Garfield, but <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, anything he's done, I enjoy. I don't give a shit because yeah. I think he's funny. Yeah. Um, it's just like I'll see anything with Dave Chappelle. I fucking love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I like Dave Chappelle. So like, it's just funny that like anybody that has ever seen him has a good story or has a, anytime the interaction yeah. is there. I've never heard a bad instance. Why? Because he's you can tell that's a comic trying to make somebody Perfect. laugh always. Right. Well, and that's what I want to do. I want to try to always leave everybody with these memories of like, if they ever even try to think about me, they're going to think about, damn, it might have been stupid. It left, I laughed. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's, that's all I want is just yeah. to be the guy that, like that's why I don't want to charge for the show either. I, I don't think comedy should cost anything. I think if you're at your end of your ropes and you need a laugh, yeah, man. you need to feel good, you should get that. Yeah. Why should anybody be withholding that for money? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I agree. So like, to be this all might of comedy, you know, it's going to take a lot. But, like, I think the show starts here. And I think it starts with being genuine with guests like you two. Because yeah. we grew up together. We fucking have seen a lot of, you know, kid deaths. But you were also on the outskirts of, I would say, the wallflowers that weren't really integrated as much to the little community. And even though it's fine to be by yourself, it's different to be a wallflower in a big community like Richmond, Indiana. Because there's a lot more people at school. But at ours, where it's the graduating class is able to fit 40, on one stage. Yeah, like 40 or something. Yeah, 45 yeah. kids, 50 <laughs> kids. Like, that's not a lot of kids. Like, when you're a wallflower of that, it's not it's not worrying, but it's almost like that's real isolation. Because, uh, like, your, neighbor, your, neighbors are, your neighbors are yeah. corn. And I know you have internet, and that's infinite access to information. But, like, you know what I mean? That's, that's really... Like... And I give the comparison of, like, that's almost, like, Sasuke-level, That's just grown like, up I your... want to be aloneness of Naruto. Like, just, fuck off, everybody! That's just grown up in your own mind, man. It's but I like that, too, because I think it helps self-develop. Because some people yeah. are able to do that from either doing that, or maybe meditation, or even trying psychedelics, because that's a thing that makes you self-reflect. Right, well, that's the thing, is, like, people think that once you go away from other people... Your ability to develop and do things—they're no, just scared. It's just going to turn off. You're like going to learn more about yourself because that's right. what, that's what you're left you, with. You just keep learning. You're just not learning in that setting. You're just learning more things about yourself. Yeah. You're still learning the same thing as if you were out talking to your buddy. Mm-hmm. But this way, you get to learn about yourself and you get to do it yourself, and you know you learn a little differently. But you, some people know what their buttholes look like. Some do not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's funny. I mean, yeah, sure. Some sure. people take the time to explore the mirror. <laughs> Listen, sure, before man. we keep rambling, we'll do the music break. Uh, this has been the Disappointing Radio Show. This has been the first part. I hope you've enjoyed. Enjoy your first culture shock. I'll get a sound effect button at some point. This has been Levi and Nick and DJ Disappointment, and we'll be back in a minute. Uh-
This next culture shock, I know a million people in the world have heard, especially because it was the last performance of Nirvana live. But, uh, you know, I think Lick and Levi probably resonate with rock, and I do want the music to represent them a little bit. So this is my absolute favorite song off the MTV Unplugged in New York that Nirvana did, um, Where Did You Sleep Last Night. It's the very last song on the album. It's a fucking masterpiece. So I thought I'd play it for you now. Nick, Levi, I hope this song at least makes you get in a little bit of a groove uh, for this show because we're going to go country and then rap and then rock and then rap and then bullshit and then rap and then what the fuck ever I say because it's my goddamn show so please enjoy where did you sleep last night by nirvana and we'll be back after this
It was a beautiful little song. I fucking love it. But let's go back to rap because we said we would. Ha! Huh? Because I don't really know how much Levi or Nick, you know, you literally love rap. I guess I really didn't ask on the show and that's bad on me. But I like to introduce a little rap because it should be a culture shock to you that I think it's a song you might like. Because there is good music to be found everywhere. So please enjoy by Nas, It Ain't Hard to Tell, off of Illmatic, I believe the album is called. Um... It's a good song, it's got good tunes, but it's got good lyrics, and that's why I like it the most. Good lyrics. They might be swears, they might be controversial subjects, but god damn it, they are clean fucking lyrics. Not that they're clean fucking subject matter, just like this episode. So please enjoy, and we'll be back with the show after this.
Man, I hate commercials. Don't even say the C word to me. Where that loser Brighton at? No, and B? He probably out there boxing birds and shiz. Let's get back to it before anyone tunes out. <laughs> you think anybody's still listening to this crap? You tripping, big dog. Ah! So we're back. I am going to put that soundboard thing now, but I do like to start it as I go. Um, so we were talking off the break, and I thought, <laughs> this is going to be a very heavy episode. Talk about heavy things. Why? Because these are heavy individuals with heavy brains. Because they're clever enough to be smart enough to talk about these things. Because not everybody can talk about everything. Because they're not ready or capable to tackle certain subject matter. So I lead that with, hey, what's your favorite Joe story? <laughs> I'll let uh, myself go first to set the bar. Uh, so Joe is a kid that goes to our school. And he, like everybody else, is a Went white kid. And he... He says things like, um, you know, Biden do not be running in the halls. Or like, you know, things of that subject matter. Yeah. And we were on a DC trip. And I'm changing in the fucking bathroom because that's where our bus stopped for the night. All the males are just changing shirts in the fucking stalls or by the wind, the, the public area if you don't really care. And I was a kid that didn't really care. So I'm taking my shirt off and oh, sure enough, there's Joseph Armstrong right the fuck behind me. <laughs> And I just hear, wow, Biden, you need to do some sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him! He was saying I was unfit! Savage, dude. What a piece of shit comment to say! Oh my god. Fuck him! Yeah. No social barrier! No, he didn't give a fuck. If anything, he should write for Tim and Eric. I agree. Just have Joseph be a bit. Or be like a Steve Brule cut to of Joseph being like a kid. Be like... It's like, this is Brawl Jr. and it's Joseph, and it's like, The weather is like in Massachusetts on a Tuesday! And it's fuck like, yeah. that'll be funny as fuck. Yeah, dude. Joe's so that's Joe. my favorite Joe moment. At least a mini one. I have others, but I'll let you guys tell your better ones. Do you have a good Joe story, Nick? What's your favorite one? Everybody has good Joe stories, because he's so unfiltered. That's why we love him. I think... I think that's I really, why we hate him. I think a really, I think a really good one is... Uh, we Unless, had, JK. Unless. <laughs> Haha, wink. <laughs> we, we had him in accounting. And a lot of people, when you hear Joe or you, you like, see Kid him, you, you assume that he's, like, super smart. Like, he's an intelligent guy. Yeah. He comes okay. off that way. He tried to paint himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> during, <laughs> during, we, me and Levi had sit, sat by him. Like, he was up in the front. And uh, Wendell always fucked with him. But I remember one test... <laughs> He, he kept looking at my test, and I noticed, and he kept doing it. So then I was like, I was like, Joe, you need to stop cheating. And he was like, oh. <laughs> He said, oh. <laughs> And then he went back, and I, I remember every time we would have a test, he failed it, to be honest. It was like a D or an F. Like, he was just not good with numbers. Yeah, and every time he'd get it, he'd go, Ooh, and smack his hand on the table. Remember that? Yeah. He was so angry. Or I remember him always eyeing me when I would look at his test when he got it back, and he'd be like, and he'd shut his mind around the Or when he had his laptop all the time, and Mr. Will would be like, get the fuck off. <laughs> and he'd go, <laughs> smack it. Accurately, Joe. That's funny as fuck. Oh, that's a good. That's a good story, Nick. All right, what's yours, Levi? That's a pretty good one. That's a good answer. Joe's funny. 
Yeah. Joe's a funny Joe's, subject matter. Joe is funny. Because he's unfiltered. He does not care he where he is. He will say what he sees. Yep. Joe's Joe. Which is which is cool in its own right. Yeah. Can I tell you I don't remember the exact situation, but I was I remember I was with Andrew Willis. Willet? Willet? Yeah. Is the only black Willis. Sorry, sometimes I don't call Willis. Because yeah. I thought it would be funny to be like, what's up, Willis? <laughs> yeah. And I like Andrew. He <laughs> he was walking with me. I don't remember why we were talking, but I was just making black jokes to him. Because yeah. you will. Yeah. Being like the only few black kids in school, you want to know if they're funny or not, so you're going to go to the only black kids you know. Okay, I'm okay. And <laughs> you know, I want to know from a yeah, genuine yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. person. Yeah. And I'm telling him these jokes, he thinks they're funny. And Joseph hears us. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Okay. And I'm like, I'm just telling some jokes. He goes, can I hear? And I'm like, shit. Sure. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, so anyways, Andrew. And he gets like right in my face like like Joseph does. He's like, tell me the punchline. And he's like, Joe, the story is the joke. Like he whispers. He's like, tell me the punchline. (laughs) Um, So... He comes up and he gets real close. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, so anyway, Andrew, um, like I was saying, you don't know who your dad is, <laughs> which is accurate. Yeah. And I have a joke about not knowing who your dad is. Yeah. And I was going to tell it to you. And Joe, does, I don't even get the joke. And Joe just goes, ooh. <laughs> like, out loud. Like, he's like a hype man, unfiltered hype man. That's what I've. That's what I've compared Joseph yeah. and people like him to. Is like hype man in real life for just hype conversations. He yeah. go, Ooh, and I was like, okay. I don't remember the joke now, but like it was just like, like his unfilteredness. Yeah, is why I love him. Yeah, man. I also he was an honest dude too. Like, He's very honest, yeah. dude. We had like. Genuinely a good Maybe dude. I did need to do some sit-ups, but I yeah, didn't want to hear right in there. Yeah, despite Fuck saying you. Like that. <laughs> but like Nick and I, man, and I feel like everybody probably feels the same way, but we had so many a good experiences with Joe. With the, I've told some on the Joe, show. With yeah. like so many experiences with Joe. Yeah, I had a lot of experiences. He just yeah. orbited me and fucking, I don't know why. He was a big character, man. He was. He, yeah. And I love him. But, like, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he'll stream fucking church service, and I'm like, oh, yeah, my I saw God, that I think I want to bra- blow my brains out if I keep he's, seeing this. Why? Because I'm not religious. I don't want to see it. Yeah. If I wanted that, I would show up. <laughs> I think a, a Like good, a Facebook group for it. Contain it that way. <laughs> That'd be nice. I think a good story about Joe. Tell it, me. It, has, it was, like, the early ages of Joe being Joe. And I remember... <laughs> Me, me and Levi were sitting near him or something, and we were. He had this like white powder on his like crust. It was like a crust. A crust. And it was on his forearm. And we go. We kind of kept looking at. We're like, Joe, there's. What is that on your what arm? What is that? And he pulls his arm up, and he takes his gums and he wipes it off. Well, he eats it. He just absorbs it. <laughs> With his gun. What? Like, exactly like that. <laughs> like a coke addict? No, like, a, like corn on the cob. Coke addict, I don't think, would do that. Just, but, but like it was on his fingers, rubbing in his gums. Yeah. yeah. But, oh like, my with god. With his lips fully around his arm. <laughs> yep. and then, and then like he, he's gonna almost bite his fucking forearm. And then his arm was wet, and then he didn't say anything about it ever again. It, okay, in all fairness, it could have been something 
uh, like we had allegations, but like, <laughs> like it could have been frosting yeah. for all we know. But it, it could have been know, toothpaste. But when you do that in public, could have been toothpaste. It's not normal. And yeah, and that was like dude, that's, that's aggressive. We laughed. We've laughed about that thousands of times. <laughs> thousands of times. Thousands of times. Just don't. Yeah. <laughs> That one moment fucking <laughs> changed changed our lives, man. <laughs> I remember when he farted. And uh, let's see here, whose class was it? He's uh, farted many times. I know. It was in a high school class. It was our government class. <laughs> I know. Hey man, everybody farts. <laughs> Joe is different. I don't remember what class it was, but he was in the front row, and it was pretty quiet. And we were taking a test, and it just Joe <laughs> <laughs> just on his fucking laptop just. You just hear like, wow, <laughs> like a dark Against horn, the cold metal chair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's we're just like, and the teacher just said, he goes, "Yeah, I just calls him out." So I just get so offended. Dude, I remember many times in accounting where he did it. Like he ripped ass. <laughs> Right near us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was funny it was for me because I was he, I was here. Nick was on my right, and Joe was on his right. Yeah. <laughs> like you were the only three at that table. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is a so for people at home that think we're being mean to people who are different than you know people who are have different genetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a segue because well, yeah. now I'm gonna say, what's your favorite Brooke story? <laughs> Because I've told some good uh, ones to well, get. Well, I'm not going to tell but you. We grew up with Brooks. Yeah, we did. And I'm I bought, not... I mean, my family bought his varsity jacket. Awesome. Well, I'm, like, I'm not going to talk about Brooks. You don't want to talk about Brooks? No. Okay. You mean good Brooks I think it's best. I think it's best. <laughs> we'll talk about Brooks. I think it's best we don't. I've got a good one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. I've got stories, but I just, you know. All right. I've seen them too many times at the Eaton Walmart. <laughs> Alright. So it's you. Alright. I'll tell my favorite Brooks story. I gave him a harmonica once. And I, I planned I it out I over I a week. That. And it was so intricate and it was so nice. So I wanted to get good at harmonica. Yeah. So I bought a plastic one and I started playing it. Yeah. But then the first day I brought it to school, he was like, fuck yeah, harmonica. Which is fine. Yeah. But I'm not gonna let him play mine because we, sh- you know, you have to spit on it's it, really object. get into it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to share my mouth. Right. But I know he's inter- he's entertained. Yeah. I come back the next day, he's like, "Hey, boy, hey, boy." Yeah. But I'm not. And I'm like, "All right." And I get it out. I'm like, and he's like, "Yeah," and he gets into it. And, we, and I love it. We do that a couple days. Eventually, I get a real one from my at the time girlfriend, like a metal one, and I'm like, "Oh man, great." What am I going to do this plastic one? Ding. I'll give it to Brooks. Awesome. So I'm like waiting and I'm like, I can't give it to him on a Wednesday. Why? Because that is going to wreak havoc on the week. What was a Wednesday? I don't think it was a Wednesday. I wait till Friday. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wait till Friday okay. for this exact reason. Just in a week. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like Friday, no matter what happens... You know, it's the weekend. Whatever is about to happen with this is right. going to happen. And at the time, I was, you know, being in pools class, I had it on me all times, the harmonica in my pocket. I would play it sometimes, and some teachers would hear it and know it was me and come out and be like, brilliant. Well, I would be pretty quiet about it, like subtle, but enough to where you could hear it sometimes okay. if the door was open. Yeah. 
trying to, I guess, enforce like a a sound close your door policy because no one wants to hear everybody's classrooms. You know what I mean? So the day I give it to Brooks, I'm like like a two percent power level. He goes to ten. Yeah, two percent. <laughs> just not in tune, just screaming into it, and I'm like, yeah, metal. <laughs> Hardcore. Yeah. As I give it to him, I give it to him in the special ed room with the teacher. And yeah. she's there. And she's yeah. like, oh, geez. But she's like, do you want to play something with him? And I oh. have my other one on Hell me. Hell yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So for three minutes, I'm sitting there like. And then there's Brooks like. Like accompanying me. And it's just sound and it's fun. And, you know, everybody claps. That's. Yeah. In the room, which is Haley and the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and I leave thinking, that was a nice thing I did. Dude, four yeah. minutes go by. <laughs> four minutes. He's missing already because he was always missing. He always walked out of the room. He would just be just gone. And I love that about him because it's very like, I go where I want. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you do, buddy. I fucking love it. I would always high five him when I would see him. He really did go wherever he Yes, was. he would go. Dude, they would sometimes go on the intercom like, has anyone seen Brooks? <laughs> like real quietly, like he was like, as if they, if they whispered it, they wouldn't. he, he wouldn't hear it. <laughs> so he's going about his ways and then like, like he goes up by Tinsman's room. Okay. And just like like trying to do like a bad boys tune. And Tinsman comes out and goes, Bright, I swear to and just sees Brooks. I see it happening from the other end of the hall, just watching this unfold. Cause I gave it to him like I have to see what happens. Dude, she's pissed. You can see it melt from like anger. To confusion, yeah. melt from her face, go from like, Brighton, what are you doing? <laughs> like lost for words, and just lets him go about his day. Doesn't even That's stop so, him. Yeah. She just goes, "Are you on your way somewhere?" He goes, "Yeah," and just goes, doesn't stop walking. Yep. So I love him. Sounds like works. But that's what I mean. Like he's like, because I have a lot of friends who are handicapped and special needs. I have a friend who is fifty. Oh shit. I think he's in his 60s now. He thinks he's 20-something. Oh, yeah. He's one that yeah. doesn't understand his yeah. age. But he's gotten four gold medals in the Special Olympics. Oh, no When shit. he was, like, younger. Yeah. For doing what? Winter sports. So skiing. Winter sports? Yeah, he did oh, skiing, yeah. basketball. Fuck, what were the other ones? Maybe snowboarding and something else. Cool. I don't remember the other one. But it was cool. And it's just another thing, like, again, heavy subject matter. The skilled comics can talk about anything because yep. their invisible smoking gun comedy should be versatile and be able to shoot any target, in my opinion. The best comics can improv any topic, whether it's talking about funny, light stories about people who do have different genetics or people who are of different race or people you know, living in different countries. Yeah. It doesn't matter the subject matter because yeah. any comic knows offensive to funny. Yeah. And that's the best part of these stories. It, it can show you, you know, the lighter sides of these subject matters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to be mean. I really want to... Just tell a good story. I really want to tell like, one of the... Like, <laughs> Just stories. tell a good story. That band. 
Yeah, I think I know one. If long, here's what I say. As long as you're not mean, you can say anything you want because it's a comedy show. And if we yeah. need to remind you, because there's already a warning at the beginning of the show, ladies and gentlemen, it's meant to be funny. Yeah. And if you're not laughing, why are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there are, well, <laughs> I have to say it. Just go ahead. There's, well, there's, there's talking about mean to the kid at all. I know. There's talking about subjects and there's talking about like specific people. I'm asking that because are in he's the community. funny. He's just a funny guy. I love him. He is funny. I love Brooks. We never harm yeah, them. No. <laughs> That's a weird way to start it, Nick. We never harmed him. I will say I did see our one principal McKnight flip him at lunch, and that was one of my favorite stories of all well, time. Because wow. he was so McKnight there. You know, he used to be an army sergeant or something like that. Very fit guy. Brooks up there. He's now on the wrestling team. He's poking and prodding him, like shoving him a little bit, yeah. and fucking. He's like, Brooks, stop! And he's like, Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Yeah. And. McKnight just picks him up and flips him upside down, and ultimately, immediately, Brooks starts squealing and freaking out like a, like honestly, like a little pig. It was really fucking funny. It was like, Wee! and I was like, oh my god! And immediately, McKnight just slowly puts him down on the ground in like cradle position and makes him like get in the boat. It's like, now stay. <laughs> it was just funny because it was like he didn't hurt him. Yeah, but Brooks yeah. is very dramatic. He's like, oh, I'm dying, and he's acting like he got shot. And even I was like, no one had a gun, Brooks. Because <laughs> he literally was like, ugh. Like, so I was like, you're not dying. Yeah, that's um, But he's just a funny character. Like, there was very, there were a lot of characters at our school. Some of the lunch ladies were very funny characters. Yeah. Some of the fucking teachers were very characters. funny characters. Some of the students, most of the students were fucking characters. Every day felt like a sitcom to me at high school. Where everybody knew each other and everybody was so little community integrated. And you heard it through the grapevine about all this weird things going on. And like... Just weird characters throughout the day. Like Poop Bandits. And... The, poop, the bandit. poop Bandit. Who was the Poop Bandit? Oh, we know who the Poop Bandit is, but we are not going to tell. All yeah. right. That's a secret. That's a secret. That's a, this is the secret of the it'd Poop be, Bandit. It'd be throwing major shade, man. <laughs> well, tell, do you have a good book story regardless? Because there's, I mean, you guys did, you guys met him more sometimes. I mean, I saw him a lot because he really liked me and, like, I would try to see him sometimes, like, just when I could, like, always, just because he was a fun kid and, like, he liked me and, like, I had a lot of friends that were special needs like outside of school with my family. Um, but, like, I'll argue that of anybody that I've met with special needs, Brooks is definitely the funniest. Yeah. He's funny. Because he's very not give a shit, and I love that. About yeah, he's a He's very in his own lane, yeah. and that's very confident. And I think if you steer him in the right way, it would be very... You know, he could do a lot of great things, but, like, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I understand the mountains he has to climb, 100%. but I think he has the strength to fucking, because he's a strong kid, I think he'd fucking hit right through the fucking mountains. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard from our perspectives looking, trying to imagine what it's like to be Brooks, you know what I mean? It's hard yeah. to imagine what it's like to be Brighton or Nick, but, like, <laughs> yeah. Brooks, so. I, uh, I remember one time um, we went to school and we found out it was his birthday, and he was 21, and he was like older or whatever. No, not twenty one, but I think he was eight. Yeah, it was when he was eighteen, because we were, shit, we were seventeen or sixteen or something like that. And he was just a little older. And I remember just like, going, Brooks, can you buy me cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And he was just like, huh? And I was just like, cigarettes? Can you buy me cigarettes now? You're old enough. And he just looked at and he was just like, I remember trying to like get him to understand cigarettes, and I had to stop myself halfway. I was like, I don't think. I should teach 
Brooks. Yes. What cigarettes are? Maybe I should not do this joke. <laughs> like, not the bit now, but like in the moment when I was like, maybe it's not worth teaching somebody how to smoke a cigarette. Because if they don't know how, they can't ever smoke their first. And that's a good start. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, maybe not. And I just remember, I don't even remember what I switched it to. But he was just always like, every day, it was just some, he'd always come up to me. He would, he would shove me a lot, though. He would, he would try to beat up Tyler, too. Because he yeah. was absolutely in love with Sammy Hawkins. And at the time, <laughs> Tyler was dating Sammy. So he would always just try to, I mean, dude, he would like, Tyler's big, so he could take it. But if it was me, it might be an issue. Because Brooks at full force coming at Tyler's just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like at, right there in the arm, like full force punches, like you know, back to back. It's funny. I just imagine you wrestling Brooks, dude. That would be funny. Well, it's funny you say that. So we're standing in the gym. Oh, and wrestled. like, not me. We're standing in the gym. And like, oh, I don't Josh, remember. This was when he was on the team, right? Not even Josh. It was just Brooks. Yeah. So it's. Sammy, Tyler, me, and somebody, and somebody. I don't remember who. It's just like, that is the purpose of the story. That's who matters. Yeah. And Brooks is in the room, in the gym. I think it's like that weird time in between lunches where you can just kind of like stand wherever and digest and fucking talk or whatever. And Brooks is like, hey, boy. Like, he always said that to Tyler every single time he was with Sammy because that meant like, He's got you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, we got beef. Yeah. We got, see, you get it. We got beef. Yeah. And he comes in with that attitude, and we're like, oh, fuck. And Tyler's like, you know what? I'm sick of him bullying me. Because <laughs> he's been hitting him for, like, a long time. <laughs> and it was an ongoing, like, he's like, dude, sometimes they hurt a lot. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> strong. <laughs> so he, like, pulls Sammy closer. Like, puts the arm around her. I'm so I just glad. did it to Nick. I'm so glad welcome. that Nick is sitting close to you. Yeah. So he hugs. gets real close, oh and Brooks God. is like, Ugh! And, like, I see the anger, but I see Brooks has no outlet unless given. Right. And I'm an instigator by nature. So I go, Charge, bull! And just like that, that's all it took, and Brooks just goes, it just like revs the feet like a bull and just charges Tyler. And he does that twice and Tyler sidesteps him at the last second to move and he fucking misses, obviously. But on the third time, Tyler's like, I'm just <laughs> he just fucking straights arms him and just like, he's just like, stops him and like, he just fucking falls flat. And like, it was just a funny moment because like, it was not, Tyler didn't even have to move. It's like a rare punch. It's almost like the, the comedic setup of like making a fist and somebody in a wheelchair finding their way to it. Does that make sense? I can imagine that. My head like hurts. that, it's a very hard movie cinematic setup, <laughs> but that would be a funny bit. This was an instigation where the sec first time he's pissed, he missed. Second time, it's kind of a game, but the third time Tyler's like, I could get him really fucking funny. And he just like puts his arm out and he hits it just straight on. And Tyler's a big yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. He's just gonna hit it. And he just hit it and fell. Like he didn't. There wasn't any impact. It was just. It was just the most weird thing. It was just. It was just funny as fuck. Like it was like someone had shot him almost. Like, and he was fine, but it was just funny. And like I don't know. He's just a fun. Like he's. He's good for a laugh. Yeah, I mean clearly. And I and that's what I strive to be, professionally. Okay. So I take a lot of that with me, like the ability just to be like, you know, charge bull. If I was at a party drunk and someone said that, oh, okay, now I have yeah, a bit sure. for that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, now I can do, rawr, like, I ha I literally will just do that. And like, yeah. fucking 
asshole, come here. Like, I'll put my fingers like horns, like Brooks did. I guess I didn't narrate that for the people at home. Uh, <laughs> but, but, like, I don't know. You can talk about them and just not be offensive. I think a, I think a good question would be, like, what is your, like, favorite, funniest moment during high school? Mm. <sighs> That's a serious question. Honestly... My funniest moment was the senior project and delivering it. That was probably my funniest triumph was really seeing Mrs. Eel's face who had a hand in starting the original senior projects. <laughs> Me go up there. <laughs> Presentation, suit, fucking this is how you make an album. And I talk about music and the stuff, but then I'm like but then as I was making this, there were a lot of problems with the senior project. And I just start, and they're like, what? And then I just keep talking about that. And my slides start presenting that information. They're like, what the fuck is happening? And all of a sudden, it's a second intro slide. And it's like, here's my real presentation. What the hell is wrong with senior projects? And just seeing their face unfold and die. Yeah. Being put on, like, basically what I had done is I brought the cross in myself. And I nailed myself to it. And I started the crucifixion. And then I was like, all right, you finish it. Like, I can't get the last hand. Essentially is what I was doing with that project. And, I mean, she, dude, she nailed me with the hardest questions. I had answers for all of them. And that was the best part. I was like, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and this is wrong. And she was like, why is that wrong? And I'm like, well, because this, 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 this. And she was like, And I, yeah, because no one wants to admit something they've made is you know, foolproof, but everything, but I, but I was like, you know, I'm not here to destroy it. I'm here to improve it because everything should be improved. Everything should change. And, you know, just like the butterfly, everything has to evolve. Um, or, or not, I guess, or yeah, not everything gets like to be that. a pretty butterfly, like, but like they should butterfly. try, you know, things that can technology and things like programs and written things yeah. and books and movies and things like that. Those, those can always change and develop, but like people yeah. are hard, yeah, but like, you know, when the the when funniest thing out of the senior projects was Jesse Schaefer getting first. Yeah, what did he even do? What did you guys do? Uh, they, I mean, dude, I got C, but like the dude, the dudes, like they gave me like you know you didn't do these things obviously because you were debating them so like I get it, but like the notes they left me were like really long in the margins and they were like you know I like this I like this I'm sorry. And that, that was nice. Like, most of them had nice things to say, except her. She just had nothing and just was a bad Your school. Bitch. And I was like, all right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is deserved, I guess. <laughs> I think Jesse did, like, like how to make a table or something. It was, like, something with construction, but he actually never did any of it. He fully winged it. <laughs> and, like, I watched him make his presentation, and he's like, I'm not going to do any of this. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> what did you guys do? I think I did like this, uh, like writing a book, like everything about that, and how I don't know. Okay. I can't remember how to write a book. Wasn't it like a novel or? Oh I yeah, I wrote, I wrote a, uh, I wrote a novella. Yeah. And then I showed them the process of that, and I showed okay. them the full script, like the manuscript. Wow. That's, how many pages was it? Like thick. Well, novellas are like a, only like a hundred and fifty pages. No. Whoa. Dictionary. I got like what, third? I think so, yeah. Who got first? Yeah, you got Jesse Schaefer. Yeah. Wait, what? That's funny as fuck! 
Like grade wise, grade wise, grade wise, it wasn't any list. It's so funny. Grade wise, it was like a B, but like in the competition of who was first. It was Jesse. I think Katie Ham was second. Was she? That's oh yeah, she yeah. Did. What is yeah. she? She did something cool though. I don't know. Hers she was like she probably actually, anime or something. Yeah, like Maybe an animation, like which is probably it was probably. Oh yeah, good. had a uh, had to animate something. It was nice though. I remember seeing yeah. it. I was like, oh, that's probably that's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, damn, what did you do? I did wax casting. So wax. it's it's where you it's like how they used to make uh, certain metal things. Like, oh, you were talking about this. I remember you said you were buying like, the metal, too, to, like, melt down. And yeah, like, on a large scale, it's how they used to cast, like, whole statues. But you okay. can do it to things like, you know, bracelets or, like, a little model, something you've carved out of wax, and then you... And then you dump in, and then... Yeah, there's a, there's a whole cool. process. That's cool. Creating a cast, and then, yeah. I do watch some casting videos where people make stuff out of, like, bullets, and, like, the brass of it, yeah. they'll, like, melt all, like, the casings down, and, like... I don't know, make like, usually it's like cosplay stuff it ends up being because I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, I, I made some dumb bullets and made like a, like a cool Thanos gauntlet and it's like, bro, <laughs> bro, it's so cool. cool. <laughs> and it's like, damn man, I thought he was going to make like a cool sword. I didn't want another fucking Infinity Gauntlet video. I thought I escaped the era of these fucking things. Never watched one of those. They slip through the cracks. You try not to and then they end up fucking getting you a little bit. Um, what do you think and this is a hard question because we're fucking, you know, same school, small people, but, like, what would you improve about trail? Improve? Yeah, or, like, what would you try to give to, like, kids that, like, you know, so little in the community? So, like, sm- like number-wise, like, graduating class isn't big, everybody's in the same building, and, like, it always felt like... Like, one thing I always thought was, like... They Wait. never did any kind of, like, big... Because every kid at trail was always a little interesting person. I will say everyone was unique, and even though some, you know, a lot of white kids, <laughs> definitely a lot of different personalities, and I always wanted to see some subject matter of that, and, like, I always wanted to see Trail do some kind of, like, big talent show, and I always tried to do some, and integrate some into, like, high school, but, like, cool. I'd like to see some kind I don't, of, like, I don't think they wanted to do anything that wasn't marketable. I just want to see more performing arts. I guess that's where I'm coming from, because, like, I see... I, I want to say we gave a lot of shits about the band, but like, eh, 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 did we? Not really. Did we? Yeah. We didn't really give a shit about the choir. Like, I'd just like to see more like that. I'd like to see more like instrument, different instrument classes, and like yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, like shit like that. Like the band was only piano. known from basically the percussion. Really? <laughs> um, to be honest, we yeah. had a, a good time. And it was just all the shit that we did in percussion that right. made us known. Yeah, we. We had a lot of, we had a lot of fun in, in, in band, yeah. despite everything, until fucking, they just started doing stupid shit. Hired yeah. the worst director ever. Yeah, I left Mr. senior Funder. year because I was like, I have to get a job and an income. So <laughs> yeah, I gotta see you guys later. Yeah, bye. What was your favorite band story? I'm oh, sure you have dude. a few. You can start is with it, yours. I got a thing. Is it even legal to tell? I, don't, I, guess I might know this legal. one. Do you? What do you, th- what do you think? You've got what one? do you think? I've heard... I've seen some good band stories. I would always orbit the band kids and talk to band kids. Yeah. Um, my answer would be the water bottle. The water bottle. Or I guess the fake one. Fake water bottle. Yeah. What do you mean? So, like... <laughs> I remember that we were on some kind of, like... 
trip. Like a like a field trip. And I just remember sitting with all the band kids because you guys would always cluster. Yeah. And somebody had a big-ass water bottle. And I was like, what's this? And they're like, drink it. I'm like, is it water? I'm like, all right. Look, look, look. And I was like, it was definitely vodka. Oh, something. fuck yeah, dude. And I was yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah... I mean, we were high school. And kids. I don't even, like, no one, obviously no one's going to say who brought it, because that's how you do those things. Right. Like, no one gets yeah. in trouble. But, like, that's a funny, like, little high school member, like, oh, Jesus Christ, someone, oh, someone's packing on this field trip. <laughs> that, was, that was, like, all of high school after freshman year. Yeah. I can't, I cannot think of, like, a really funny story. I can't. I, I remember when, in fucking man class... And I hope I, I hope I I mean this was an honest little prank you do in high school oh, and yeah. shit like that you know what I mean like, <laughs> it was innocent we we took this one of those disgusting powdered milk <laughs> containers the plastic ones the oh, true okay. plastic chocolate milk yeah, containers we took this school. shit yeah and we found out that if you opened it shook it up and then closed it and left it somewhere we found out that it would eventually explode and release. A disgusting, like a toxic gas. Yes. <laughs> so we took this milk bottle. And we were like, dude, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if we put this shit in the in the ceiling of the band room? <laughs> so we put this thing in the ceiling of the band room, and we forget about it. And like three weeks go by, and we come in one day, and they're all freaking out because they're like, God, it smells like shit, and we know, and it smells. Like- <laughs> Like death, like death, like something died. <laughs> like there was a corpse in there. I mean, <laughs> when we started doing that, it was like we would do that like every week. Like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight milk bombs up there, and, and they were they kept being like, "What does it smell?" So animals of shit smell. Well, yeah. we would we would take we would take stuff that we would get from home sometimes, or we would take <laughs> stuff that we would eat at lunch and put it in the milk. Yeah. So, like, I remember beans, like kidney beans being in. Oh, yeah. No, lima beans. Lima, we would put lima, <laughs> that was the grossest contraption. And sometimes we would, like, smell it or make, like, Josh or someone drink it, I remember. <laughs> but we did that from, I want to say from freshman to senior year. Like, yeah, dude, that was, that was fun. That was fun. That was, you know, eventually... I think we did get in trouble. Yeah, we. I know we had to have gotten caught, cause uh, the room where Pool's uh, desktop monitors were at. Do you remember that room? Yeah, that room was linked to the ceiling where the milk was at. Yeah, so the, if you the monitor. Over, you would yeah. see our milk <laughs> yeah. yeah but there's no fingerprint that they're gonna be like who did this? Yeah, because there's well, no cameras in the band room. Right, so like, like uh, things happen. I think it was Miss Toshvlog to begin with. And if certain things happened, she would know the usual suspects. Yeah. She was like, who would do this? Yeah. And she knew that we were fucking around and doing... (laughs) Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. That is hilarious. That is a really good band story. Yeah. Damn, did that trigger anything for you? Like, any, like, remote band stories where you guys had, like, travel... Band stories are good, because you guys are very, like closely integrated and there is a chance to fuck with people a lot or like have funny things happen oh yeah we had a lot of fun I don't know of any like much of the remote stuff was kind of just like little dumb stuff like nothing too considerable I remember that the only remote one that I remember was like the funniest was when we first discovered the Shrek meme (laughs) yeah like the Shrek is love Shrek is life 
before it even throwback. blew up. Yeah, throwback 4chan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was... Are you and Brian? And then that same Maybe day, Brian I remember... Also showed me that. Oh. Josh got his tooth knocked out on the same ah! day. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. I can't remember. Did he Did he get punched from someone? Was no. Was it Brad? Dude, it was Brad. Okay. Brad Sorrel. Yeah. He... Uh, love Brad. And he... And sells cars now. Sells Harleys. Harleys, I'm sorry. Yeah, which is pretty <laughs> badass. I like Harleys. Um, he... Uh, we were on the bus going somewhere, and fucking, they were fucking around like always, and uh, Josh was like taunting, taunting uh, Brad, and, and Brad fucking pulled his hand back and bitch slapped Josh. <laughs> and and Josh, you know, I feel like Josh, he... Might have deserved it. Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he was being, I don't, he might have been being an asshole, yeah. but... Josh can usually defend, you know, Josh knows some BJJ and he was a wrestler and shit like that, but he fucking did not expect to get slapped. Did not have the preparation in mind to get actually bitch slapped in that moment. No, and it broke his tooth in half. Jesus Christ. And it fell, I remember it falling in the bus and it it just disappeared. Right. It was already, he had a cap on the tooth, obviously. Yeah, that's crazy and also fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was was pretty funny. I remember uh, just like a bus story I guess I was on the bus for golf at like 6am and it's me like Isaac Plankenhorn Logan Pettit and Jonathan Turner yeah. we're in the back of the bus <laughs> well Kyle Bachman and Trevor are also there but I don't remember if you know the seniors or not like from that era and <laughs> we get on the bus and I'm just like what's that noise like I hear like ruffling of like a bag of something eating and it's dark on the bus, and I look, and I just see Jonathan, like, rustling. I'm like, Jonathan, what are you eating? He doesn't respond, and then, like, Kyle's like, yo, big man, what you eating over there? Like, because Kyle's very, like, in your face. I mean, he had pulled his dick out a lot on the bus, and I'm like, oh, that happened, Yeah, that was classic high school. Classic shit, high yeah. school shenanigans, yeah. pulling dicks out, I guess. I never did it, but I saw a lot of dicks by accident. And assholes, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> they said, yeah, like it's a fucking expectation. Yeah, locker room fucking antics. Sport team. Yeah, I guess. Antics. Yeah. But for golf, you yeah, know, I guess that's oh, unprecedented. You're in golf clubs. You you're holding your fucking clubs in the same seat, and you're like, what? Oh, that's a balls. I look over, and Jonathan has a fucking loaf of bread. A loaf of bread. A loaf of bread. Like white bread. Just little bread. He's just eating white bread. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Jonathan, what are you eating? He's like, bread, bro. Do you like, I'm like, do you like the white bread? He goes, yeah. I'm like, nothing on it. And he goes, nope. And I let it sit for like two minutes of just silent staring at him. Just chew for a little bit. And I'm like, all right, give me a slice. <laughs> and I took oh. one. And I mean, it's. It's white bread. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. That's Unless funny. he was a kid that had a hangover. I don't understand why you would just chump white bread at 6 a.m. Carb load. I don't know. I think... Uh, golf? Carb load. Golf. Maybe, man. I know a, a really good band story now. So I remember one morning, I was with Sean Drew for the morning of like a band competition. And I followed Sean to his locker, and usually the hallways and shit are all dark, like everything's shut off. Right. And I remember we, we as we were passing by Miss Tinsman's room, 
when we were going to his locker, she's in the room, right. she's in her office, yeah, and she's sitting on her uh, desktop at the time that the school, the school shouldn't be open. Okay? It's one thirty, isn't it? <laughs> and, and I, it's got to be like five in the morning, to be honest. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because it's before. I see, and she's watching. You're just there because band is getting back. Because you guys get back and leave at weird times. Yeah. yeah. And I, when we get there, I see she's watching Iron Man. Like on the alone, like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Okay. Just alone watching Iron Man at fucking five in the morning. What? On a Saturday. Yeah. What? On a Saturday. <laughs> Does she on, live there? It was on her monitor though. I said projector. It was on her monitor, right? I, no, I, it, it was on both. She oh, had it okay. on the projector, too. Well, I mean, you're going to be a baller like that and have it double-styled. But like, I think, yeah, I run this bitch. But I think she was looking at the monitor, but had it on the yeah. projector. So I feel like if she was done doing that, she just sat at one of the yeah. seats and was... <laughs> that, yeah. that was... You think about that a lot. Fucked, yeah. You think about that to this day. Yeah. Was she living there? Yeah. Why are you there be... on a Saturday watching a movie by yourself? Is it because you don't have internet at your house? I don't know. Because you're old? But it Is was it because you... Amazing. Homeless? I remember one time she was like, hey, go get this thing from my car. I was like, cool. And I go down. There were like 14 just bags from McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> like no just shit. bags from... And I was like... I thought you were about to say bath and body soaps. Like, I like McDonald's. Yeah. It's a lot of McDonald's. That's so fucked on McDonald's. It's a lifetime of McDonald's. It's a lifetime of McDonald's. I don't know, man. She, uh... She was... I remember Jonathan would always call her Titsman. <laughs> Unfiltered. Didn't yeah. give a shit. Like, I, I like Titsman. Honestly, at the end there, she was cool. Yeah. Spite other things. Who was your favorite teacher? Mr. Poole. Yeah. It's, and the Mr. Eiler. Yeah. But he became principal. Yeah. So I don't think he counts as teacher anymore. Now he's just alpha. He dog. counts as teacher since he was in there. Yeah, we were in there. He's a good English teacher. I remember. You might remember this because you were in the class. So we did an experiment one time, and it was like, "Hey, everybody, write one sentence and put it on a piece of paper." And it was clear to see what was going to happen. You were going to mix them up and give them out. Oh, and he's like, "If you draw your own, you know, put it back and just get a different one." I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Man, I really want to nail this." Like I don't wanna I don't wanna write some gay fucking sentence that's not good. I don't know why I said yeah. gay like that's not good. I guess not to me gay's not good, not morally, but I don't like a good big old dick in the ass, but if you do, get it. <laughs> but I diverge. My sentence I wrote because I wanted to nail it, but I just wanted to be interesting. I was like, it smelled like rain. And I folded it and I put it in. <laughs> And I folded it and I put it in the fucking hat. Snow and I sit there and I'm rain. like, yeah, someone will enjoy that maybe or do something cool. Because I knew, I didn't know we were going to read them out loud. Everyone was yeah. going to read their little things or whatever. But <laughs> Peyton Harrison is the first kid to draw the fucking paper. <laughs> Who wrote It Smells Like Rain? I die inside. And I'm like, oh, I tried to be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a poet, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to be smelled poetic. Like rain. It smelled like rain. I was, and then I think his sentence was terrible. He was like, "I was in the basement, and I couldn't get out, but I got through the trap door. When I found a way to leave, as I exit the basement, it smelled like rain here, 
I could tell it had been raining in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. No. No, please, you butchered my poetic justice. Damn it. I was hoping you were going to get it, and you're going to be like... I don't remember... I don't remember what I would even have wrote. What would you write now? If you had to write, like, a sentence to give, like... It was a good sentence. I would say, like, um... Um... He... Cl- uh, how about not he? I'll say I for that perspective. I'd say Grant McDonald's Ram Ranch is top ten. Ram Ranch. No, we can't plug Ram Ranch on the show. And not just a bunch of talking about cocks. Yeah, don't and... talk about Ram Ranch. <laughs> don't talk about Ram Ranch. Listen, only real people will understand the implication of a Google. Oh man, you guys, you guys duped me a lot. Be like, I will admit, uh, I was definitely a fool to be like, "What are you guys talking about?" You'd be laughing and be like. Go home and look up Lemon Party. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, okay. <sighs> what was the most shocking video we ever showed you? See, I've been pretty good about my memory. I've been blowing you away, but that's a hard question. Um, like I know I've, of a set of videos that I know of that's deep in my heart. You I don't start, showing and it might trigger something for me. Do well, you there's clearly nothing too disturbing. Do you remember Alan Tutorial? Fuck yeah. What? Alan Tutorial. Alan yeah. Tutorial. I don't think so. This guy's a very uh, underground person in the Wait, 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 wait. Is it the dude in the suit? No. In the suit. Who's no. like in the garage? No. No. That's what I remember is one of the weirdest. Where the dude was like living in the parking garage. No, at the end of this guy's channel, he's living in, like, a room. Yeah. Like I, Levi's face was very funny when I said that. That triggered, like, a whole Vietnam flashback where he's like, guy in parking garage. <gasps> yeah. yeah. No, he lives in, like, a room, and then at the very end, you see, like, this weird, like, he's freaking out. He's, like, floating in the, the room and a bunch of weird shit. I don't remember that one. It, it was, like, a very... Avant-garde. Yeah. Like, it was so terrifying, I repressed it. He shows it. you how to do yoga while eating potato chips. What are those things called on the internet? They're, like, uh, playthrough things. Like, you find them, and it's like a rabbit hole you go through on the internet. Yeah. And it takes you to certain places on the internet that are seedy and strange, and you do your own detective work. And you keep rabbit holing. Right, until yeah. you get to the end, and then it's revealed that it's, it, like, a we laid this trail out for you to follow. Yeah. And that's kind of what it was. It was like this oh. thing where you watched it and you were like, what the fuck is going on Because the, the guy actually works over at Adult Swim. Like, he's a comedian. But he... Um, that's crazy. But yeah. he, he... I think he did that just as, like, an art experiment. Yeah, just to self-express and have but fun. But when you first watched it, it was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck am I yeah, watching? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck just happened? That yeah. you did, I did have a lot of those. It's hard to remember them all, but I do remember the one where you were just like, "Hey man, I'm just watching this." I just remember, I was just like, I remember you were watching something, and I was just like, "Can I listen?" And you took an earbud out and you gave it to me, and I was like, "Cool, I'm in. I'm in this circle of cool." Because your guys' circle was always cool to me, and I was like, "What are we watching?" And it was this dude that was like living in a parking garage. And he was like in Saran Wrap. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. him. That's him. That's what I was. That's why oh, I made that face. so maybe I am close. That's yes. why I wrapped around. And he's Jesus. terrifying looking. That's, his, that. that's absolutely his terrifying. Yeah, that's newer stuff. Wow, so I was kind of right. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. That's post the room. full circle. That's him yep. like showing that he was an adult swim. That's fucking awesome. What the fuck? 
Yeah. Oh my god. Damn. He, he has other shows like uh, there's one where it's just like video camera or like cameras inside of a home and it's like people are like either sleeping on the floor for no reason or <laughs> like it's it's weird shit but when you first see it it's like I struck gold. <laughs> I struck gold. Absolutely. Weird. That's fucking awesome. Well, I'm glad we came full circle. Well, listen, this is a disappointing radio show. I hope you guys have had fun. We rabbit holed a lot. And then we do a rabbit hole a lot on the show, but you guys help really go deep into yeah. the rabbit hole. Um, is there anything you're working on now that you want to plug? Like a book or any Just projects? Working. Just working. Yep. Anything you want to plug, Levi? <laughs> anything you feel like... A lot of guests use this opportunity to make a joke. And they're like, Yo, I'd like to plug Obama. He's not an office anymore, but I think he's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, I've had that as an answer. And I was like, that's funny. I don't know if you want to plug anything in specific. Oh, this man. is the chance you'd do it if anyone's still listening. I'd say uh, watch out for the CDC. <laughs> the CDC? Okay. And yeah. next year, Dr. Fauci's going to die. <laughs> Who? Don't, don't commit thought crime. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Do you have any evidence of this conspiracy? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Disappointing Radio Show. I guess I hope that person lives. But if not, Nick's a psychic. Uh, in chair one, this has been... Levi. And in chair two... CJ Wayne. This has been Nick. <laughs> and in chair three, I've been just as disappointing. And enjoy your last culture shocks. Bye. Man, I don't even give a fuck if either of them, them being Nick and Levi who is listening, and probably at this point the only people listening, <laughs> um, like Tom Petty or not, but goddamn it, I do. And sometimes they give me Tom Petty-ish vibes, and that's a good thing, guys. If you didn't take that as a compliment, you should. You know, in high school... Uh, they would tease me in tech class. They were part of my SWAT team, which was the students working towards the advancements of technology. Surprised I still remember that. Um, and they would always give me a hard time and tease me and make fun of me a little bit. But you know what? I realize now that that's how people make friends. And honestly, I, I thank you, Levi and Nick, for that. And for all the hard times that you've given me, there are no hard feelings. But it was hard on me. And this is also Hard on Me by Tom Petty. Please enjoy, motherfuckers.
Tom Petty, and if you don't love Tom Petty, fuck you. How about that? <laughs> I'm kidding. He's passed away, so I'm a little sensitive about it. Um, this last song, Nick, if you're listening, I'm really sorry it's not dedicated to you, but you've been on the show a few times, so it's definitely going to be dedicated to Levi. Levi, if you're listening, which I hope you still are, thank you for coming on the show, and Nick, you are thanked as well. But Levi, this song is for you because when we were in high school, I remember this was the only Johnny Cash song that you told me you really liked. Not that there's a million great Johnny Cash songs, I just don't remember if you were a fan of country music. But Levi, this one's for you because I know you like it. I Hung My Head by Johnny Cash. Please enjoy and I hope you've had a good show. And if not, eh, fuck off. Early one morning, with time to kill, I borrowed Jeb's rifle and sat on the hill. I saw a lone rider crossing the plain. I drew a bead on him to practice my aim. My brother's rifle went off in my hand. A shot rang out across the land. The horse he kept running, the rider was dead. I hung my head, I hung my head. I set off running to wake from the dream. My brother's rifle went into the sheen. I kept on running into the Southlands That's where they found me, my head in my hands The sheriff, he asked me, why had I run? And then it came to me, just what I had done And all for no reason, just one piece of lead I hung my head, I hung my head Here in the courthouse, the whole town was there. I see the judge high up in his chair. Explain to the courtroom what went through your mind. And we'll ask the jury what verdict they find. I felt the power of death over life. I orphaned his children. I widowed his wife. I beg their forgiveness. I wish I was dead I hung my head I hung my head I hung my head I hung my head I 
one morning with time to kill I see the gallows up on the hill And out in the distance a trick of the brain I see a lone rider crossing the plain And he come to fetch me to see what they done And we'll ride together till kingdom come I pray for God's mercy, cause soon I'll be dead I hung my head, I hung my head I hung my head, I hung my head 